Hi, this is Jan Miyazaki, the host of the Wednesday 8 o'clock buzz. Thank you for tuning into WORT. If you like what you're hearing, please consider making a donation at wortfm.org slash donate. Last week, I spoke with um, Christina Jimenez. Um, I had, she had um, written a piece um, titled Why Maximus Workers Are Walking Off the Job, and I read at inequality.org and was able to um, connect with her and interview her. She's a customer service representative at the Maximus Federal Call Center in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. So I start our interview just talking about who she is. I am 29 years old. I am a mother of young, three young children, a nine-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a five-year-old. I work at Maximus, which is a federal contractor that handles marketplace calls and Medicare calls. I am a Tier 1 Medicare representative um, in training to be a Tier 1 claims representative. So I'll be able to tell people why their claims have either been denied or how to get their claims paid by Medicare. So tell us more. I also work in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Tell us more about about your tasks and what you do with your customers that you serve. So at this present time, I am the very first person that you talk to when you call the 1-800-MEDICARE number. So I help people answer questions about what their coverages actually cover, how to change their coverages, if it is during open enrollment or if they qualify for a special election period. Um, I do very pretty much everything that you can think of, talk over claims if you need to. I am a listening ear for the callers. I am the, the person that you talk to when you think that your coverages are not the best. For the, the older people, the 65 and older, or the people who are on disability. And they are struggling to navigate this Medicare system. Yes, as I explained to my caller that there should be a college course when it comes to Medicare because Medicare is a very confusing system. So they call me with any questions that you can think of, whether a wheelchair is covered to a private nurse coming to your home is covered. So I wanted to talk with you today about the new report uh, from the Communication Workers of America. 1-800-BAD-JOBS, federal call center workers struggle to make ends meet. Can you tell us about who Maximus is? Maximus is a federal contractor that handles uh, Medicare calls, marketplace calls, which is the Affordable Care Act calls. They also handle... uh, federal student aids, pretty much everything that you can think of that the government handles, and we handle those calls within a call center atmosphere. It is a for-profit company that makes virtually all of its money from these kinds of government contracts, correct? That is correct. So tell us about this report and about the gap between what you're making as a worker and your colleagues are making and the CEOs? Um, So with that report, we have found that more than over half of our 
coworkers, well, half of my coworkers are struggling to make ends meet to the point to where they have to decide whether, you know, they pay a bill or eat or put gas in their tank. And I make $16.20 at this present time. Uh, with me doing any training, I actually don't get a raise for the extra line of business that I'm going to do. So we do multiple lines of business without getting a raise until we make it to another, the third line. Between that, we, I make maybe 32000 a year while our CEO makes almost 200 times more than I make a year. So with that big gap, we're struggling while he gets to go on vacation on our sweat, tears, and blood. And I can't go on vacation. Majority of respondents to the survey, the workers are like you, a, are, are, are heads of households, um, folks with children. And so tell us more about, about benefits. Do you get health care from them? I mean, it's ironic you're helping people get Medicare. What are your health care benefits like? And are people getting caught up with insufficient health care? So the funny thing about us helping people find affordable health care and be able to answer their questions and tell them, hey, this is how you should get things covered, we don't have that. My health care is unaffordable. Granted, it did go down for the next year, but I was paying $400 every two weeks for my insurance, for me and my three children. And to go to the doctor, I have a $113 copay. I can't afford to go to the doctor because if I go to the doctor, something's not going to get paid. And that's a sad reality. And so you have this additional burden. And so many of the workers are using um, government support programs, correct? Safety net programs. That's correct. There's a lot of of my coworkers that use Medicaid or they use, you know, their family members to help pay for their co-pays. But 95% of people probably use Medicaid because we can't afford to have our children or even ourselves on that insurance. And so people are trading off. So I know the report talks about people putting off health care. Can you talk about more about that? Because they have to pay for other things. Yes. Um, unfortunately, for myself personally, I have PCOS. So basically, I have cysts on my ovaries that become, can become cancerous at any time. But I haven't been able to go to the doctor in a year because I can't afford to go get myself checked out because the co-pays are so high. And then I have other coworkers who have other conditions that they have to get checked out regularly, and they can't. They don't know even know when the last time they went to see the doctor for their conditions. And so then when you do go, you just have to carry this medical debt, which gets really, really costly over time as well, and get harassed by debt collectors. Exactly. I've had, I have a medical debt now because my oldest child could not breathe, so we had to take him to the emergency room 
to come to find out he just had an allergic reaction. Um, but I still have that debt looming over my head. So whether I pay that debt or pay a light bill, I have to decide. I shouldn't have to do that. What do you, well, first, how many centers, or can, can, can you tell us how many centers across um, the country, and what are we, what are you asking for from the Biden administration? Um, I think there are at least seven sites, but they're all in the south at at will uh, states, which basically means that at any time that your employer can fire you, there doesn't have to be any written warning, no anything. One day they don't like you, your hair is not straight in one day, they can fire you. So because we are all at at will work states, then Maximus has that power to scare us to not open our mouth. So we're asking this um, Biden administration to look into this. Why are they fighting so hard against us to create a union? Why don't they want the workers to have a better work environment? Why do they not want us to have better lives? And say more about about that that work. Are you um, who are you working with? I know this report is um, done in um, cooperation with the Communication Workers of America. You know what you all are talking about on the ground. Um, so what we're talking about is creating unions so that way we can be heard, so that way we can continue coming to the job that we love to do. We love our job. It, we don't want anyone to get that confused. We love coming to work and helping people find out how to handle their coverages. We just want to be heard. We just want to let them know, hey, we're, we're human. We're not a number. We're not robots. We, we want to make sure that your doors are not a revolving door, that the people you hire stay and make a career out of this. Are you at risk just even talking with me, talking with others about wanting to form a union? They don't outright say that I'm at risk, but I do have a close eye on them. They don't want to outright fire me because I am talking to create a union, but I do have to be careful. I've got to make sure all my T's and all my I's have been crossed and dotted. Tell us more about about your colleagues because you know you told us about a little bit about yourself, but there are other women of color. There, there, are moms. There are folks with kids. You know who who are you fighting for? I'm fighting for everyone who is afraid to stand for themselves at the job. I'm fighting for the girl who can't get a pacemaker because their claim was denied. I'm fighting for the new mom that is not able to get time off to go spend time with their child. I'm, I'm fighting for every single person that wants to speak up, but is too afraid because they feel like Maximus is going to shut them down. At the end of the day, the more and more that we shout, someone's going to hear us. Have you had, have you engaged with folks in the administration at any level yet? Me personally, I have not. 
Um, but I've had coworkers go to Washington, D.C. and speak to Becerra and pass them the letter stating, hey, you guys need to investigate into Maxwell. We have yet to hear from Becerra to see what they're going to do about it. But we have personally handed him a letter saying Max Smith needs to be investigated. And and those who are tuning in, and I know I have listeners that are going to care about you and, and, and the folks you care about, what can, can listeners do? Um, so you can donate to our solidarity fund, excuse me, and then you could also just speak to your representative, put out the word, share every information that CWA shares, so that way the more eyes that we have looking at this, the more that we can get a union, or faster that we can get a union. Because without people looking and donating, then we're kind of just stuck, and we refuse to be stuck. We're going to we're going to move. They're going to move. So did, is there anything you want to connect, any comment, since it's going to be playing on Thanksgiving or the day before? Um, I want to say thank you for listening. I'm grateful for my job. I just want Maximus to be thankful for me, too, other than me lining their pockets. And you were listening to an interview with Christina Jimenez, a call center worker at the Maximus uh, Call Center in Hattiesburg, uh, Mississippi. The workers went on strike last week, 700 call center workers that shut, largely shut down the Hattiesburg um, Center. You can um, find out more about the, um, the Solidarity Fund at Stand with Call Center Workers, and you'll find it.